11.3% of the population in America has diabetes. 1.4 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes every year. The medical cost per year is $237 billion. Diabetes, it's everywhere. This is the Embrace Podcast. Diabetes is everywhere. It affects all age groups, all ethnicities, all walks of life. And on this show, we talk about diabetes awareness, current events and news, tips, advice, motivation. We'll speak with guest speakers. Welcome to the family. This is the Embrace Podcast. And now your host, Jazz. Hey Embrace family, welcome to the podcast. It is your host Jazz. I am here with another episode of the Embrace podcast. Um, I think this is episode 4 or 5, I'm not sure. Um, Let me actually go check right now. I'm pulling up my podcast. I am going to the Embrace podcast on um, on my iTunes under podcasts. So I am here, um, and I'm going to go to shows, and I'm going to scroll down and hit the Embrace podcast. Um, We are going to go under episodes. This one is episode one, two, three, four, five. So this is episode five. Um, The last episode I talked about resources to help. Um, So please, if you haven't listened to that one, check it out. Excuse me, especially if you're in need for supplies. Please, please, please check that out. Um, I did a little research to help. um, And then there are some links to the different um, resources. So please, please, please make sure to check those out if you're in need of supplies. Um, also, if you're even if you're not in need of supplies, please make sure to check it out so that you're aware of what's available to you, what's out there, if you were to ever need it. So today, I wanted to kind of talk about low blood sugars, um, and I also wanted to talk about what people, the symptoms of low blood sugars, and then what people use for their lows. So my symptoms are, I get really, um, sometimes I get shaky, get the shakes. Sometimes I get really confused. Um, Sometimes I'm like frazzled. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but if you're a diabetic, you probably know what I'm I'm referring to. (laughs) Um, Sometimes I feel like I can't focus. Um. Which goes along with the with the frazzled, I guess you could say. Um, sometimes I also feel like I, um, my like I'm talking too much. Like I my my mouth is moving a, a mile a minute, and I can't keep up. Sometimes I feel like I'm really irritable, and I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to respond to people's questions, like different things like that. And then at night, if I wake up and I'm like in a sweat. Then I know my blood sugar is low, but I only sweat at night. I don't sweat during the daytime um, when I have lows, which I think is kind of odd. Um, but that's another thing that comes with 
with having diabetes. Um, so you guys let me know what are your low symptoms um, so that we can um, help each other out. Um, there might be a low that you're experiencing that I have experienced and I just haven't attributed that symptom to being low um, and vice versa. You never know. Um, and then if we're all like interacting with each other on the comments of the podcast or the comments of um, like an Instagram post or what have you, then, you know, each one teach one, each one reach one um, and teach one. So and then also I wanted to kind of talk about low snacks for a minute. Um, currently my low snack is like peanut butter crackers and, uh, juicy juice, like fruit punch, like the really small juice boxes. That's my go-to right now. I love it. Um, don't know why that's my go-to, but it is. I also used to really like, I know when I was, um, like 18. Yeah, when I was 18. So when I moved into college around that time, my go-to was a um what was it oh it was strawberry pop tarts and um my capri suns i still love capri suns to this day but i can't do strawberry pop tarts as much um i think i like pop tarted myself out (laughs) during college i won't like i'm done with pop tarts so it really takes a lot for me to like want to eat a pop tart this day and age but that's fine um and so there was a question posed to the Facebook group that I'm in and it says, what are your favorite low snacks? Um, I've been sticking with juice for nine years, but I'm looking for things that are easier to carry around in my backpack or my purse when I leave the house. Fun size Skittles work for me. However, I've tried the go-go squeeze applesauce patches, applesauce pouches, and they don't bring me up fast at all. And that was from Sam. So Sam posed that question. Um, So I was reading the comments. And a lot of people were like. um, Spree. Because they don't like the glucose tabs. And you guys. I I do not like the glucose tabs either. Oh my gosh. I think I used to do the glucose tabs. And also the glucose um, gel. The gel isn't as bad as the tabs. Okay. So I did the the glucose tabs and I can't do those at all anymore whatsoever period but I can do the gel not the tabs um somebody said fruit leather um I've had fruit leather before as a low snack but it was only 10 carbs so it honestly didn't do much for me um in a not an extreme low but in a a low below 50 um a low a low like 60 and above then it like it it worked for me but anything below 60 or 50 it did not do anything um once I was in the nail salon and uh, I was getting my nails done and I was like getting them or having them dried or whatever what have you and I, I felt my blood sugar dropping and all I had was a fruit leather so I ate it but it just it wasn't helping because my blood sugar was past the point of return for fruit leather um, so some people also say they carry a bottle of 7-Up. Um, they drink the 4-ounce the 7-Up. And then um, they like they have the cap so they can just screw it on. They do like Welch's gummies, the Kind Bars, different things like that. Me personally, I don't drink regular soda. I found that regular soda is like detrimental to my blood sugar. I won't even... 
if I take a sip and I know it's regular, I, I just won't even drink anything if I know it's regular soda. Um, but that's just me. So if you if you guys like drink regular soda and it works for you, by all means, please continue to do that. I don't ever want um, you to stop doing something that works for you. I'm just telling you what, you know, doesn't work for me. Um, so the next comment is... I just bought a 10 pack of Mambas off Amazon. They have multiple flavors in the pack. I like them so far and only needed three to come up. I also got a variety of different brand fruit snacks because I was tired of the one brand I kept buying. I like Mambas as well. Mambas are good for blood sugars. Um, they're not really, really sweet. So it does take, like, like she said, about three to kick in, which is cool. Um... The next comment says, Sour Patch Kids, Sweet Tarts, Fresh Fruit, Hot Tamales, Sugary Candy, um, in small slash fun size packages. Okay, I um, have not had Hot Tamales for, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's referring to the candy, but I've never had that for a low, um, which is cool, I might try that next. Um, this one person said that she actually tried a um to to carry a box of mike and ike's or a small bottle of apple juice in her medicine bag i don't typically carry around a medicine bag with me however i do take a medicine bag to the airport so if you guys did not know you can take a small bag um in addition to your carry-on and your purse if you're a woman or a man if whoever carries a purse um you can take a, another bag um, and you can have it as your medicine bag, quote unquote. Um, and you can have like, when I go to the airport, I always pack like crackers, like peanut butter crackers, juices. Uh, I put my insulin in there. I also do, um, what else do I do? Candy. I do all of that in my little medicine bag and I do like other snacks like maybe um like small bags of Cheez-Its or what have you so I do all that in my medicine bag and that is what I take to the airport with me and you can take it on the plane for free they don't charge you they don't make you throw away your items in the bag um I just always let them know like they ask I always say I'm diabetic but they usually never ask because my medicine is also in that bag um so when they scan it through they see it that it's medicine um also you don't like pay for a bag at TSA so in no airline that I've ever been on they've never like been like oh you have a different you have another bag like you can't take that on to the plane um so I'm, I'm sure if they were to do that you could just explain to them hey I'm diabetic this is my medicine bag and they will 100% let you on with that bag for free um just a little a little traveling tip for you in case you didn't know if you didn't know what have you um this one person says i just finished eating graham crackers when i'm home i like them with peanut butter i have had graham crackers and peanut butter it is good um i had graham crackers uh mostly in the hospital and also when i was like younger with when i was first diagnosed those are really good um this person says smarties i put them in a pill bottle so they don't get broken up that's a very good idea um this other person says glucose tabs work best um someone said they taste like chalk to me i 100 percent concur they do taste like chalk <laughs> um who else who else is on here um 
this person, her name is Miri. She says, lately I've been digging turkey wrapped in a cheese stick. I never ate anything like savory like that to um, raise my blood sugar. But that's a, an idea. Um, sometimes if my blood sugar is low, I'll just, and I know I'm about to eat, I'll just, just start eating. Um, however, like most of the time if my blood sugar is low and I'm like not about to eat anytime soon, then I'll correct it. That just works for me, guys. Please don't follow. <laughs> Please don't follow anything that I say because it might not work for you. And I'm also not a doctor. Um, this person says, I stuck with juice for 23 years. Understandable. Everybody says fruit snacks. Um, somebody says jelly babies. Um, glucose tabs again. Lifesavers. Um... Mints or gummies, they asked. The person responded back, mints, wintergreen, or peppermint. Other hard candy can get messy in your pocket. I completely agree. Um, so that was just some of the things that people have or they eat when their blood sugar is low, which is really cool. Um, I'd love to learn what you guys do for low blood sugars, what you eat. Um, I think that'd be so interesting. Um, I'm, I really look forward to it. That way I can try um, some different things. Um, once again, each one reach one, each one teach one. Let's all make sure that we're on top of everything we can be on top of. That we're learning new things and really helping each other out in that regard. So that was that's honestly that on that I feel like I talked a lot just about this one Facebook post so I think I'm gonna switch gears um and just tell you guys a little story really quickly um and it was just the story of the last time I was in the hospital and they gave me a shot to uh, raise my blood sugar um so I woke up in the middle of the night I was in, in a sweat um this is while I was in the hospital so I'm like feeling weird, of course, feeling like I, I can't like concentrate on anything. I can't really think about anything. Like nothing is coming to my brain, like nothing specific. So I'm like, okay, yeah, my blood sugar is low. So I call for the nurse. Um, so the, I think the CNA comes and she's like, hey, how can I help you? Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, well, my blood sugar is low. Um, can you check my blood sugar? So they checked my blood sugar and it was indeed low. I don't remember this specific number. Um, I want to say I was in, I don't even want to guess because I, I can't remember so I don't want to misquote anything so the nurse comes in and she or or she yeah she orders me a um shot so I'm given a shot and it's not it's not a glucagon shot because glucagon it, there's a tiny pill in the glucagon and then you have to like shake it up of course and then let the pill dissolve and then do the whole thing so it wasn't a glucagon um i don't know what it ended up being i'll ask my mom if she remembers but it was a shot and basically it was just like pure sugar so however low i was i was too low for that nurse uh in her opinion so i needed something quick quicker than juice quicker than a snack quicker than all that so they give me the sh or the nurse gives me the shot right you guys I felt like trash that shot literally it it rose my blood sugar up so quickly like it felt like I was 
I had all the symptoms of a low, but my blood sugar was high. And I did not like that feeling. Um, when I say it was like almost like instant, it was instant the way it, it just took my blood sugar up way too fast. And I was not a fan of that, needless to say. So I will not be getting anything like that anymore. If anybody asks me, I'm going to say absolutely not. But that's just that on that um i also wanted to let you guys know that i did find some other groups that help diabetics um there are two on facebook that i found uh, one is t1d rescue warriors um and the other one is t1ds swamp on facebook as well um if you have supplies extra or in need of supplies um you can join those groups and they will possibly help you out um, and that goes along with the other, um, resources that I provided last time, um, on the last podcast, which was episode four. Um, so absolutely please take advantage of all of those resources I gave you. Also, please take advantage of any other resources you find. Um, and if you find any other resources, please share those with your fellow diabetics. Um, we could all use the assistance. We could all use the help. Um, it, it would be fantastic for, you know, every diabetic to have everything that they needed at all times and not have to struggle and not have to wait, not have to, uh, ration insulin. I know that that happens a lot among diabetics. It's not their best thing, but we all know it happens. Um, it happens mostly when, you know, you are running short on your, on your insulin, but you needed, you, you. Basically, you're just trying to stretch your insulin. I don't recommend it. It's not the best thing to do. Um, I don't recommend it at all because honestly, it just ends up making you sick. So please, 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 if you can, please don't try to ration your insulin. Um, I've heard of people passing away from rationing insulin. It's real. It's very real. It's very real. Um... I just want everyone safe. I want everyone to have access to all the things that they need. I want to make sure that everyone can do what they need to do uh, in regards to diabetes, making sure they live a, live a healthy life, making sure that they, like I said, have the supplies that they need, making sure they don't run out of anything, all of that. So please, please, please don't ration insulin. A very important topic so i just wanted to make sure that you guys know um i would never never advocate for anyone to ration insulin please do not and if you know people that are doing it please um give them give them those resources that i provided um in the last podcast which is also in um the link in our bio um so if you're on Instagram or if you're on TikTok and you click the link in the bio, it is on the the resources tab. Um, the resources are on the link in our bio. Please, 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 please. I can't beg you enough. I can't beg you enough. The last thing I would want is for someone to be sick or someone to be in need of something and they can't get it because they don't have that, that or the access to the resource or they don't know about the resource. So... Please make sure you guys are spreading that information. Um, Also, like I said in the last podcast, if the resources don't get used, then of course the budget for them decreases and decreases. So please make sure that 
you know, you are taking advantage of those resources if you qualify for them, even if you don't. If you don't qualify, then please make sure that you're, like I said, passing them along to someone who might. That's that's why we're here. That's what we're doing. We're making sure that we can all get together and work together to make sure that we can one another throughout this diabetes journey. Um, also, I wanted to talk to you guys about the... Um, the artificial pancreas did you guys hear about that um i heard about it maybe like a few years ago sorry that i'm all over the place by the way i promise my blood sugar is not low i checked it before i started (laughs) um did you guys hear about the uh, artificial pancreas i felt like I i heard a lot about it a few years ago but um more recently i haven't Um, so I wanted to ask if you guys had heard anything about that. Do you guys know anybody who has an artificial pancreas? Um, what, what that looks like for them, how they got it, anything. Let me know. Um, I know that I looked it up, um, on the FDA website. Um, the last post they have is from like 2018 about it. So I wanted to know if there had been anything new or or more recent about it um and like i said if you excuse me if you know anybody who has it let me know i'd love to chat with them i love to maybe have them on the podcast or they can share their story either or either works for me but yeah i wanted to know if you guys know anything about that um also it i guess like works hand in hand with a cgm which I would assume because that's what the pump or that's what a pump is ideally supposed to do, which is work um, hand in hand with the pump or excuse me, with the CGM. But yeah, let me know um, if you guys know anything about that. I think that's really interesting. I would love to get an artificial pancreas. I would really love for my my own pancreas to start back working, but I (laughs) am realistic um so yeah let me know let me go let me know what you guys think so now i want to kind of shift gears a little bit um and i want to share um a diabetes story um i want to share one of our family members stories her name is harper um so hey harper shout out to you um i'm about to tell your story thank you for sending it to me um if you want your story to be shared to send it to me um or you know you could tell yourself either one just let me know what you'd want to do what you prefer i think it'd be a fantastic addition to our show Um, So Harper writes, hello, do you mind sharing my story? On February 27th, 2021, I got diagnosed with diabetes, or excuse me, type 1 diabetes. I was feeling so sick, I went to an emergency room, and as the doctor was walking in, they called 911 to get an ambulance. They took me to to a hospital and got me on an IV. After three hours of being at that hospital, I went to John Hopkins for four days. Wow, Harper, that is intense. You went to one, two, three different hospitals um, in, at, at one time, or not at one time because I don't know the time frame, but three different hospitals. That is crazy to me. That's definitely very similar to my story. I can relate to that. I was at one hospital and then I got transferred or life flighted to a different hospital um, in about 45 minutes to an hour away. 
So that is crazy. Um, how have have has anyone else, excuse me, been to multiple hospitals because they couldn't treat you? I think that's a good question too. Um, sorry this this episode was so loaded with questions, but I really want to know like you guys' experience with diabetes. Um, I feel like each one teach one, each one reach one. If you guys want to share, want to collaborate on um, stories, let me know. Please share your story. I'm always willing to listen. I'm always wanting to learn more um, about different people and, di- and their diabetes stories because all of our stories are different and it, it's what makes us unique. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Harper. Shout out to you. I appreciate you for telling me your story. Thank you so much. Um, everybody, say hi to Harper. Um, I know that, Harper, you won't be able to hear them, um, but everybody says hi to Harper. <laughs> um, I just wanted to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part. Um, please, by any chance, by any means, um, excuse me, if you want to be on the podcast or have an idea for the podcast, let me know. I'm always um, I'm always, always, always looking for more, you know, ideas or more content. Always. I think that's super cool. Um, also, I'm usually always on the live that Brandon does on Wednesdays on TikTok. Um, so meet me there. Um, I'll be there uh, in the comments. So I'll be like looking at you guys' comments for like ideas of like different podcast topics or what have you so let me know i'll be there um i also comment that on the live as well um so yeah let me know thank you guys for listening i really love that i get to talk to you guys every uh other week and you guys are like listening to the content and and we're getting really good feedback on it so thank you thank you thank you so much it really means a lot to me um being a diabetic and not being a diabetic um, for about 15 years and not knowing other diabetics really like put me into I'm not gonna say like a depression or anything but being not being able to connect with other diabetics was like a low point in my life because I felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to about diabetes so this being an outlet for me is just like fantastic and then the fact that you guys like like the content and you're like listening to the content just like makes my heart so happy (laughs) thank you guys more than you ever ever know um and also i want to give brandon a huge shout out thank you to brandon because he literally was like i love your voice you're fantastic. You have a story to tell. I love your topics. I love your ideas. He's always like on board with anything that I want to do. So thank you to Brandon as well. Also, please, please, please let me know. Like I said, if you guys have any topics that you want to discuss or what have you, um, let me know. Of course, I'm always down to do my research. I'm always going to research something. I'm never just going to talk off the top of my head about anything um, that I don't know about personally. I think that that's very dangerous to do, so I won't ever do it just because, of course, people listen and they don't um, do their own research. So I want to make sure that I'm doing the research before I bring you guys anything. That way I'm not giving you any false information. But like I said, thanks so much for listening this week, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye.
Welcome to a brand new segment called Volunteer Spotlight. We have so many great volunteers on our team that you guys don't know about. It's not just me doing all this stuff. It's these people, these people who put in work each and every single week. Amazing, hardworking, passionate people who want to make the world a better place. These people are the change. These people are the Embrace Foundation. And without them, there would be no organization. These people are responding to emails, getting people on our uh, request form, getting them scheduled, um, taking care of you guys. These people are the best of the best. I'm so extremely proud and honored to have each and every single one of them um, be a part of our team. And I want to take this segment to give them the floor and introduce um, themselves to you guys um, so you guys can get familiar with our team and and, and who we are. Because again, it's not just me. It's a whole uh, team of people who are who are working hard each and every single week to make sure that you guys are um, getting taken care of. So um, without them, there would be no embrace. There would be no nothing. So without further ado, let's get into our next one. Hold on, me? I get to introduce Ann? Oh my God, what an honor. Guys, I want to introduce you guys to our response team lead, Miss um, Ann Meyer. She is amazing let me tell you a little bit about the story of when she first um joined embrace so we uh it was i think it was about a year ago we posted um, a tiktok video and it was going viral and with that we were getting in hundreds of uh applications for supplies and me and shiraz were just looking at each other like dude what are we gonna do uh and Anne came like a freaking angel from heaven and was just so gung-ho about everything she was responding to emails um she was getting people taken care of she was getting people scheduled and it was really that help that we needed um and it it really did help us um get over that 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 trial at that time and and till this day, she is inspiring her um, her team members on the response team. Um, she is there at every um, team lead uh, meeting with bright ideas, innovative ideas, saying, okay, what can we do to be better? What can we do to um, help people like at a, a higher level? She is just someone that I'm so honored that anyone would be honored to have um, a part of a part of their team, and she's an incredible leader. Um, she inspires me all the time because she's uh, a full time student. She's working, and she does embrace pretty much full time. And what is so admirable uh, admirable about Anne is, is she doesn't even have diabetes. She's just um, here every week, um, helping out the diabetic community, being the change, being the difference. And to me, that is incredibly admirable, and it's something that that. I strive to, to, to be like. So without further ado, it is my wonderful honor to be introducing Anne. And if you're listening, thank you so much for your help. You are amazing. You're incredible. And I'm so happy and proud um, to call you our response team lead and to have you a part of the Embrace Foundation. So without further ado, here's Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I'm the response team lead here at Embrace, and I've been here for just about a year. I'm also a senior biology major in college where I work in the school theater and manage the school crew team. I personally am not connected to diabetes, or at least I wasn't until I started at college. I met Shiraz my freshman year in college, and I learned two things from her. One, she's incredible, and two, I had no idea what diabetes was in reality. I learned about diabetes in multiple of my biology classes. It's always an example that's brought up in class. But then I met Shiraz and I realized that the reality of living with type 1 diabetes is not something that I'd ever considered or talked about. 
I am so grateful to Shiraz for so openly sharing her experience with having diabetes and for indulging me in my many, many questions. <laughs> she was so nice in just allowing me to be naive and helping educate me. And thanks to her, I understand so much more about diabetes now. And it's also thanks to her that I found my way to embrace. In our many conversations about living with diabetes, we talked about the problem of access to care, especially in America where we don't have universal health care. And she told me about the work she was doing at Embrace, and I thought it was so incredible and so amazing. And I was like, please, can I help? What can I do? And she said, no, <laughs> we don't need help right now, but you're, thank you. And it went for a few months of me saying, if you need help, let me know if you need help. And she kept saying, no, we don't need help now. Um, but finally, a TikTok went viral and tons of requests came in and she immediately texted me and she's like, Anne, it's time. We need help now. And I was so excited. I was like, this is it. Like, I get to do my part now. Um, and so one Zoom call later, I was trained and then I was working at Embrace and I realized their inbox was really, really full. And I tackled that, which landed me in the response team where I respond to emails, um, which I love. It's really rewarding. And I'm so just, I feel so lucky to work and embrace and work with such an incredible team and to do this work. And I'm constantly see emails of people thanking us and just saying how much receiving this order meant to them and the ways it helped them. Um, some people receive it and Thanks to the bit of insulin we sent, they were able to, you know, hold on their job long enough to now get access to insurance. And now they have insurance and they can cover their own medical expenses, which is incredible. And I know that this doesn't solve the problem. This is a, just a band-aid, but I'm so, I feel so lucky to be a part of it. And I'm so grateful that Shiraz indulged one curious, naive, non-diabetic person. And now I'm working at this incredible nonprofit with amazing people. So for other people with diabetes out there, I, you know, you are incredible for doing all that you do and you're just absolutely amazing. Um, and I think you should tell your friends about it as someone who's friends with someone who has diabetes. I'm so grateful. Every time she tells me more about it, I want to understand what my friends are going through especially if it's something so different from what I go through on a daily basis. And so I, I would say tell your friends about your experience with diabetes and they will want to know and they will want to help. Or even if they're not helping, just to empathize more with what you're going through. I mean, since being friends with Shiraz, I now carry around fruit snacks and that's great for her if she doesn't have any, but it's great for me because I realize they're really delicious. So if you have diabetes, tell your friends about it. It's not your job to educate them, but it's your right to educate them. And I think they'd really appreciate learning more about what you go through in your experience. So thank you to Embrace for this incredible opportunity and for all they do. It's such a great team and I'm so lucky to be here.
Thanks for listening to another great episode of the Embrace Podcast with Jazz. You can follow Embrace on Instagram at Embrace3Movement or on TikTok at Embrace3. If you or someone you know has diabetes and needs supplies, you can visit their website at TheEmbraceFoundation.org and fill out a supplies request form. We'll see you back here every other Wednesday for a fresh new episode of the show. Until then, embrace, endure, and overcome diabetes. You are not alone. Here is a quick message from me, Brandon, the founder and CEO of the Embrace Foundation. The supplies request form is now closed until mid to late November. With over 4,000 requests and counting and the ability to only send out 20 packages a week, we simply cannot continue to accept applications. We have closed out all applications that have not been completed before 2022. Our goal is to complete all current requests and moving forward to drastically cut down on turnaround time on getting you the supplies that you need. We understand that if you are in need of diabetic supplies, that it is a life or it is a time sensitive matter, and we do not want people to be waiting weeks, if not months, to receive their supplies. We are a team of a little over 20 volunteers that are doing our best to make sure you are all getting the supplies that you need in the most efficient way possible, and that is a small step we need to take to get there. Thank you for understanding. Your support is appreciated. We hope to continue to be an organization you can rely on. If you go to our website, www.TheEmbraceFoundation.org, you can sign up to be emailed as soon as we reopen applications. Thank you so much for your patience and understanding. Please email team at TheEmbraceFoundation.org for any questions. Thank you so much.